0: You're about to hear a uh, home... Well, not a home-time show, a podcast, because we're doing breakfast, but it's kind of... You know what I mean? It's kind of the same thing. Uh, Richie and Adem, our producer, and I, just talking about the fact that we normally try and wind our producer, Adem, up on a daily basis, try and push him push him to the edge, you know what I mean? And finally, on the breakfast show today, you might hear it in the background of a bit of chat that's going
1: on. He finally
0: snapped and, and he flounced out, didn't it he? It
1: was... Oh, absolutely. If, like If it. you bought yourself... You went into WH Smith's, you've bought a copy of the Oxford English Dictionary, and you've thought, oh, let's look up a word. Uh, I tell you what, I'm going to look up the word flounce. <laughs> you turn all the pages, you get to the word flounce. It's a picture of Adam, uh, producer. He's <laughs> gone. There he goes. Oh, he's, unfortunately, he's got his headphones tangled up and couldn't get out quick
0: enough. paper in
2: the bin. Now I've stormed
1: out, though. Listen to that. It's amazing.
0: You know, when you wind someone up in the workplace and you're looking to get a rise out of them, and normally they're quite good and won't. won't he doesn't
1: normally bite, does he? No, he doesn't normally bite. Oh, we've landed in big time today. <laughs> Big time. It's a little bit like, you know, sometimes when um, a fisherman got a big catch. Yes. And they, like, pose. We need to have a photo of me and you holding Adem down by a riverbank somewhere. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've just realised, now here's a really awkward point, though. We now need the podcast to start.
0: Oh, yeah, and he does the the button for it. Adem. Yeah, we need you to... We need you
1: back in just to start the podcast now.
3: I've just put in some... uh... Yeah,
0: you in that recycling bin, you've been out there a lot today. Can you just do the button, because we've been here for ages on our own. Thank you. All right.
3: (laughs) Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves, and here it is: the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie.
0: Now, listen. Uh, you can't move here about coronavirus. It's just the way it is, way of the world at the moment. Uh, and I would say, even if you're like the most hardy and kind of cynical person, you probably will be doing. You should be doing the washing the hands thing anyway. Uh, Emma, you tweeted a very good thing the other day that someone said that. Just, to, just a point, a footnote. You should be washing your hands anyway. Absolutely. Yes. This is a message advice. that I've
4: been living my life by for the last <laughs> thirty. One years, I don't know why everyone else is only just suddenly on
0: board. It's weird. It's just dawn on people. Oh yeah, try washing your hands, or you carry hand sanitizer around with you. And weirdly enough, I tried to get some on the day of the awards. Um, When was that? Was that two days ago? Wednesday. Wednesday. Blimey, it's been a weird week. Um, And they're all sold out in Wood Green in in North London. All of the shops had sold out of hand sanitizer and masks, so uh, it's clear that a lot of people are buying these things. The question is, if you're going to buy hand sanitizer, what's the best type to get? Because there's a lot of products out there. So we thought here on The Breakfast Show on this Friday morning, uh, we'd do a little review, the way you would have a review of certain wines. (laughs) See what everyone's carrying, what you're packing, (laughs) and just, uh, I don't know, tell the public... What you've got, and you know, give it maybe a five up to
1: five star rating. Richie, what hand sanitizer do you carry around with you at the moment? I carry two with me, Bush. Depends what mood I'm in. Uh, if I'm in a mood where I just want to make sure that my hygiene is on point okay. and everything is clean, just the basics, then I'm using my Tesco Health Antibacteria Hand Gel, it kills 99.9% of all bacteria, and it has a very refreshing aloe vera. Extract. Okay, and in terms of aroma, what what kind of notes? It's got right up his nostril. (laughs) He's got it on his (laughs) moustache. I mean, one of the great things about this is it comes out very easily. Don't (laughs) don't snort it. Just don't snort it. But I'd I'd call it a very, uh, a very mild minty hue that it has to it. So that's the, that's the functional one. If I'm in a slightly more playful mood, okay, uh, but I still want to be sanitised, then I use this. (laughs) It's the Cussons Carex Love Hearts Fun Edition Hand Gel. Lovely. Uh, You won't be surprised to hear that it kills the germs but it makes your hands smell of love hearts
0: i go got
2: a feeling it almost slightly moisturises as well do you I feel think like it, it does Bush,
0: you're right playful perfect for a Friday Glenn what are you packing
2: today In terms uh, of I've got La well? Cura uh, which is what Spanish people call the band The Cure um, <laughs> and this has got tones of I'd say gooseberry but also uh, to some extent maybe um, lavender as well unusual but wow. it's All very right. drying on the hands
0: and can people smell that from far away if you're wearing it I reckon it?
2: they can I mean my, I've tried to put my hands as far away as I can for myself and so much, <laughs> what I don't know about a foot and a half no but, but two, two, two Two meters. Yeah, two meters. Two meters. <laughs> I've got a two meter <laughs> wingspan, and I can still smell it pretty, pretty strongly. But it's dried quickly, so that's wonderful. Um, no, but it's too it's too drying. That's oh, it's too drying. That's the problem, isn't it? Oh, that's the problem with alcohol. i down isn't on it? that. Okay. You have enough. to
0: lend Richie maybe uh, Richie. You have to lend him your one that moisturizes slightly as well. Yes.
2: Did two you see yours was the fun
1: called Fun the Fun version, Richie? Yes, it's uh, it's say exactly that. Love have they specified
2: what <laughs> Fun edition. <laughs> have they specified what that what the fun is? Don't ask too many questions. Hopefully, we'll find out by. What type are you carrying
0: around with you, and what's the aroma? Let's go to Emma Jones, who uh, has just wowed Glenn and I in the uh, second studio by pulling it out of a handbag, and I've never seen anything like this before. Please describe it, Emma.
4: Well, I would say I'm so known for my hand-washing rants on uh, The Breakfast Show that somebody actually sent me a hand sanitizer as a gift, uh, wow. so thank you for that. Um, but it's a very stylish one, and it almost comes out like a, a cologne or a perfume.
0: Like a little spray. It kind
4: of sprays out, yeah, and it says the scent is... Uh, white clover and matcha tea.
0: Wow, that is pretty high high, end, high now, end, isn't it? And what did it look like? It was an impressive little cartridge.
4: It's a uh, it's a Kath Kitson one, so you know she does all those like nice flowery patterns and stuff. So that's what it looks like on the outside.
0: Little little spray on Glenn's wrist just to see what the aroma's like there.
2: See, see if I they... can
4: get it on, mm. on Mike as well.
2: It looks like a stocking filler chocolate bar, so it's a misleading shape. Here we go. Oh, it
1: really is a little oh, yeah. spritz.
2: Isn't that it's lovely? It's, yeah. yeah.
0: It's I feel very like futuristic. I, I can imagine someone offering you a spray of that if you're walking into a brightly lit uh, department store, yeah, or, yeah
1: or a nightclub toilet. Exactly. Or walking through an airport. I'm yeah. imagining that is uh, a pricey one if it's uh, got that brand attached to it. We've uh, we've been tweeted this. Um, it's 150 quid, <laughs> 150 pounds for a hand sanitizer, hospital grade antibacterial hand gel. Oh, is so yeah. that
0: the one they've got on the doors between the wards? It looks like it. You'd yeah. be protected though. It's like You'd a hazmat so, suit, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I've been using a, uh, a product. Just slightly different to what you guys have got. It's called Sani Hands, so okay. it's an actual wipe, a wet oh, right. wipe. And I, I do. It takes me back to putting this on an actual wet wipe on your hands and face. It's a little bit like back in the day when you were a kid and your mum licks a tissue and does your chops. <laughs> <laughs> Same kind of feeling. <laughs>
5: Radio.
3: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush
1: and Richie. Our friends with DIY benefits have gone large, very large, starting from today at Wix. Uh, there's buy one, get one, half price on all timber deck boards. Starts from just £3.75 a board. And if that wasn't enough, they are celebrating this. Wix are giving you the chance to win a £250 Wix gift. Card. Which is a great way to start the weekend. Now, obviously, we're just looking after
0: this show for the week. Normally, it's uh, a little feature called Dyson on the Decks. Yes. Uh, this time, it's Richie on the Decks at an absolute radio party. Imagine, just transport yourself there. The problem is, Richie really can't mix. <laughs> Can you guess which three songs he's mashed up? Uh, if you want to win a £250 Wix gift card, all you need to do is name the three artists that Richie is trying, and I mean trying, to mix. Are you ready? Here we go. And now a
1: special song for Cassandra. She says she loves you, John, and she wants you back. Head up to the dance vlog. John. Debbie, Debbie, please get off the groom's shoulders. I repeat, off his shoulders. <laughs> Throw your hands in the air like you just don't care. Can the owner of a mint green auto parts in the disabled bay please make yourself known? The buffet is now open. The buffet is now open. Get there before Uncle Tony has all the follow on. She's got your book house. Ooh. DJ! DJ!
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> talking about work nightmares the other day on the show that could be it Ho-
1: hopefully it's not a precursor phrase versus A's nice let's, let's hope not i am available for bookings um to go in this 250 pound wits card was to tell us which three artists i was mixing on the line to do that is nog how are you fella good morning yeah not too bad thanks that's a really? cracking name isn't it nog is that oh, a nickname it's not bad it's
3: um short for Nagreski. i was um, named after my grandfather was a Russian tank commander.
0: That's a fun... You sound like wow. you sound like someone like a, a New York police officer under pressure from the mayor. God damn it, Negreski. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, no, no, sorry. I that, Unfortunately, I wish that was true, but it's not. I'm actually named after uh, Noggin' the Nog, who was a typhoon Viking.
1: <laughs>
6: I remember <laughs> okay. Noggin' the Nog. That's Literally. fantastic.
1: Right, Noggin' the Nog. Noggin' yes. the Nog. Three artists. Who were they? Um, it was um, Aerosmith and Run DMC. Mm-hmm. Blondie Mm -hmm. and Kings of Leon. You've just won yourself for £250 Wix gift cards. Thank you very much, gents. Fantastic. What have you got planned for this weekend, Nog in the Nog? Well, I've got to finish off a bathroom that I started a few months ago,
6: unfortunately. I thought it was nearly done and the light was at the end of the tunnel, but the light went off and I turned the extractor fan on. It's like a
0: DIY version (laughs) of four or five different Smith songs all in one go. I started some and I couldn't finish, and there was a light that never goes out. (laughs) That's me. That's me. Good lad. Lovely speech. You have a brilliant weekend. And you. Thank you. There you go. That's all thanks to our DIY friends, Wicks, where right now, as I said, there's a buy one, get one half price on all timber deck boards starting from just £3.75 a board.
5: Absolute Radio.
3: The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking...
1: Uh, A text has come in. My name is Andy. I was the guy who came up with the breakfast number three strapline, easiest smell to love, hardest to forget. Oh. Uh, obviously, for uh, the scent yeah. that was uh, mm. that was created, he says royalty free. I might add, it was a great experience <laughs> to be on air with Dave and the team. However, uh, the cherry on the cake was the promise of a Dave Barry Breakfast Show mug. I've yet to receive it. Oh, really? Could you try and crack the safe the mugs are in and address this situation? Andy from Malvern. Now, Richie and I don't know where the breakfast show mugs are kept. That That's not part of our uh,
0: remit, remit really? of what Why, we're, we're here Nord to Nor do we, and it's the show we're on. These we've guys no don't idea. even know. They don't even know as well, but we do know where our home time show tea towels are yes. kept. Yes. So, uh, it, this is a shop window week for us. We don't normally get any marketing <laughs> or anything. So, what we're going to do is present Andy from Malvern with his very own home time show tea towel, which is a little tea towel that we've created featuring all the little bits of the show. Yes. You know what I mean?
1: And when he receives his mug, he can wash it up with the home time tea towel. Absolutely. Uh, now
0: listen when you hear about someone's job sometimes and it's an amazing job it does kind of capture your imagination uh, we were talking about niche jobs on was it home time a couple of weeks ago All mm. kind of blurs into one to be honest with you and uh, we had some brilliant stuff uh, people getting in touch with like weird things they do one fella got involved got in touch and he his job is just I, I keep thinking about it almost on a daily basis he designs crisp flavors wow now, I, I thought the crisp flavor market was kind of settled you know yeah. you, you had your mm. classics and that's kind of it however this fella's job is to come up with new crisp designs and I thought oh that, that what a brilliant job but then the more you think about it uh, you know with great power comes great responsibility imagine it being incumbent on you to come up with a new flavour of crisps because there's there's been a few kind of left of, left of field flavours that have come in and then faded out again yep. and it's very hard to stick there and be one of the classics so I just thought I put it out there this morning on the show Can you think of a a, a flavour that should be a crisp flavour that isn't?
1: Something that people haven't thought of before. I will answer immediately and say yes. I think I've got a belter. Uh, Really? What do you think about chicken Caesar salad crisps? Yes, wouldn't that be great? Like a That's crouton. a nice idea. yeah. Exactly, because in your Caesar salad anyway, as Emma points out, you have your crouton. Um, you might even have some some rather crispy lettuce. So that sensation of a bit of a crunch is already associated yeah. with your chicken Caesar salad. Is that not
0: covered already flavor. by the fact that chicken? There's roast chicken crisps out it's there. It's not the same. It's not the same this because a then chicken. you've
1: got the Caesar salad Caesar seasoning.
0: dressing. Yeah, exactly, a bit
1: of salt
4: from the anchovy. Yeah.
0: Emma's bought in. Thank I'm you. in. I, I, this, we're looking for something that nobody has thought of before. You know, a, mm-hmm. an absolute market buster. I mean, for me, I, again, this is a meal um, or a kind of a thing that people turn their noses up unfairly at. I love corned beef. I think corned beef flavoured crisps would be amazing. But again,
1: the, had the, the reception, has it?
2: Beef flavour already exists, <laughs> isn't it? Be- beef and tomato not, was quite a popular. Not, not corned beef, not the same in as corned no. beef.
0: Uh, and there's a promotional thing, maybe the, the pack could come with its own little key
2: that you've got open <laughs> Yeah, so actually what you're proposing not is it. beef, but worse.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: right, Glenn, we're going to find out your Christmas in a minute.
3: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
2: Absolute radio. Let's hear Glenn's crisps then. Come on then. Well, I think the mistake a lot of people make with attempts to make modern-day crisp flavours is they try and make it replicate an actual meal. So they'll be like, oh, so this will be, uh, you know, a balty chicken curry flavour, that sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas salt and vinegar and cheese and onion, they're just ingredients. They're not something you'd really have on its own. That's a good point. So I think as a slightly sweeter crisp... Uh, lemon and sugar, like what you'd have on a pancake.
4: Oh my god! I was we didn't even talk about this off air, and I was gonna say pancake
0: flavour. Yeah.
2: Pancake flavour crisp. Can we have a? can you have a sweet crisp? Oh, that's the thing. Well, I don't see why not, but like Thai sweet chili is is sweet enough. If yeah. you got that's given true. that as a dessert, you wouldn't bat an eyelid. I'm not, gonna,
0: I'm not gonna rule that out. It's not a ridiculous suggestion. We were we were set so up here to absolutely tear into you there, Glenn. <laughs> so,
2: it's so crazy it might not work. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, get involved. You can
0: text the show eight twelve fifteen. Uh, our direct opposite of that, Gra- um, James from Gloucester says they should make gravy flavor crisps. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll have a bit of that. Martin in Leeds going with a Nando's flavor. Not going to argue with that one either.
2: V- As we heard in the last bit, though, very crowded it chicken is market. Chicken, and yeah. also Perry awesome. Perry is uh, already a Pringles flavor, I think, isn't it? Probably. They've got that covered.
5: Yeah,
2: Glenn, your knowledge of crisps is. is <laughs> I don't eat them. I don't, I don't <laughs> really <laughs> like them. Right,
1: Amy, tell us what's your flavor. Uh,
0: after dinner mint crisps. Whoa! Crisps. So you pick up on Glenn's idea of the sweet crisp, which we previously hadn't heard of before. Uh, I, I'm not. I've, we've talked about this before on the show. I don't like mint and chocolate combinations. Do you not?
1: Not a fan of them at all. You must be one of very few people, Amy. Are you a lover of after eights like myself?
5: I love them. I mean, they don't have to have the chocolate flavour in. I just think it's a different texture for after your dinner.
1: So you're going for a minty crisp? <laughs> minty
0: I am, yes. When would we have these? When, when would this, these be eaten?
5: Well, like, like, like you do after your dinner. So after dinner, maybe after your roast dinner, you then tuck into a
1: packet of, crisps. A
5: packet of, <laughs> <laughs> of minty crisp.
1: <laughs> I can see the advert right now and you would have to have uh, minty from EastEnders <laughs> yeah, oh, flogging yes. the crisps. It's oh, bad yeah. news for Gary Lineker, but there we go.
5: Oh, a sexy woman in the bath eating them.
0: i oh. sorry. Uh, it's
5: another option.
0: Okay, fair enough. Yes, it is. Yes, it <laughs> is. You are you, uh, throwing yes. your hat in the ring there? Yes. <laughs> we'll sign you up. OK, thank you.
5: Yeah. Absolute Radio.
0: The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
5: With
6: Tesco Mobile, every little helps.
0: Can you actually think of a crisp flavour that currently doesn't exist but should? And this is getting quite difficult because earlier on on the show uh, we were talking about what flavour of hand sanitiser everyone's got and <laughs> a lot of streams are crossing because uh, Caroline's <laughs> just said Body Shop do
1: a coconut one that's amazing. <laughs> Presume that's some form of a hand sanitiser. Uh, Paul in Potter's Bar says, what about cheese and marmite? It's a twist on a classic but it would certainly work. That though. Yeah at the moment? I think Marmite crisps have been around before. This is wonderful if that is the case. I love me Marmite. You know
0: there's an area of tech as well with crisps that was never really pursued. Do you know the ones where you because you know, if you if you have ready salted crisps, mm-hmm. like ready salted makes it seem or intimate a little bit that they're doing you a favour yes. by the fact that the salt's on there to start with. Well
1: you did just to have the old shake and vat crisps didn't you? Uh, shake, not and shake and <laughs> Not yeah, why um,
0: is it? You know the ones where you shook sh- the salted. Salt, salt and, and shake. shake. Can yes. you stop doing that
2: shaking hand movement in front of me? <laughs> looks like you're having a <laughs> Well, It's like, like G, G- have that with the uh, little silica gel packets as well. Glenn, can you stop doing it? Um, Lee Martin says carbonara
1: flavoured.
3: Yes, Yes. that would work.
1: Uh, Right, (laughs) Jack, tell us your flavour.
3: KFC's 11 herbs and spices.
1: Ah, Jack, how does this not exist already? Best part of a KFC, no? So, can you enlighten me here, because I'm
0: not a regular down at the KFC. What are the 11 herbs and spices? Is that their, their thing then, is it, or what is it?
2: Yeah, apparently that's what they put in all of their chicken to give it the taste that everyone loves. But
1: there's... The, nobody knows apart from... I think there's three people on the planet who knows what the actual 11 herbs and spices are. And in Ooh. written form, it's locked in a safe in Kentucky.
0: But in the Colonel's, like, bungalow or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, but, so the only people who'd be able to do this, then... Uh, what you're saying, then, Jack, is that KFC need to get involved because they're the only ones that know the secret of the 11 herbs and spices.
2: Yeah, that, and you'd probably have legal problems making it with their name on it and not involving them. <laughs>
0: Actually, I think KFC should... This, this is a call on this show this morning for KFC to wade into the crisp market. I agree. There's been so much stuff coming in, this one here says there's not enough fish flavour crisps, tuna and onion, smoked salmon and scrambled
1: egg. Now, as Bush says, we're only looking after the breakfast show for Dave and uh, for Matt while they're off on holiday. The The goal is to not break it and for it to still be existing when they return. That's what a caretaker's job is. Fingers crossed. Um, it's very rare that you can achieve something in such a small amount of time, but I wonder whether a great thing has just happened. Uh, we spoke to Jack on the phone about ten minutes ago. He suggested KFC flavoured crisps. So the 11 herbs and spices. You, Got it. We were all in wonderment as to why that hadn't existed already. KFC have tweeted Absolute Radio this morning. Mm, they wow. have said this. We've heard your call. Leave it with us. Oh, wow. Oh, what? 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 That's you. Could be a goodness. thing. Oh, my goodness.
2: Imagine if that is actually a thing and yeah. it's great on this show. The guys, wow. supposed you look after a show, you weren't supposed to start a revolution. <laughs>
3: Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on
0: with it then. The home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Tony says, if KFC, Chris become a thing, you four and the caller need to be in the next honours list. <laughs> I'm absolutely salivating at the thought of it. <laughs> what a thought.
1: Tom says uh, his tweet, why has no-one thought of this before? And uh, then this comes in, uh, can't work out the Twitter handle, but it says, you can get the spice rub that's meant to be the same as KFC at Home
2: Bargains. Oh, come on now. <laughs> That's the only place you can get it. (laughs) (laughs) So even KFC don't sell it.
1: (laughs) I'm, I'm a massive fan of the work of Home Bargains. There's one in Harlow. I'm not sure how authentic this KFC rub is, but am I going there this weekend? You bet I am need to tell you about something that I uh, stumbled across yesterday when uh, I was taking my dad out for a slightly delayed uh, birthday lunch after the show yesterday. Uh, Went to uh, a little restaurant uh, just near Victoria Station in London, Mm -hmm. had a nice meal, popped out of the toilet halfway through. And uh, this restaurant kind of shares its building uh, half with uh, a hotel next door. And uh, I noticed that the hotel was hosting. And get this, I thought this was fantastic. The hotel was hosting the UK complaints handling awards. <laughs> wow, I nice. had no idea that was such a thing. I mean, obviously you heard us mentioning on the show yesterday, we had our radio industry awards this week. We've all, Same all kind heard of thing. Oh yeah, true actually. We've all heard of the Baftas, we've heard of the Oscars, but when I saw this yesterday, it did make me realize there are there are big awards ceremonies out there that we might not all be widely aware imagine of. Imagine being crowned UK complaints handler of the year. I, well, <laughs> imagine <laughs> (laughs) Imagine serving the meal at the UK Complaints Handling (laughs) Awards. Terrifying. (laughs) But at least you know everyone's going to be quite polite. Well, you'd hope anyway. But there must be like weird kind of specific awards
0: for specific careers. Like Glenn with stand-up comedy. Isn't there like awards for like the fastest joke and all
2: that kind of stuff? No, there's not. But as a comedian, you end up being the host for a lot of these. So I've hosted my fair few, my my fair share of things in like, you know, a a Hilton in Brighton (laughs) for the uh, the Salon Awards was one I did (laughs) uh, a couple of years ago. I think just because I just had the, the most hair. Yeah, you
6: have
0: the most <laughs> hair, to be fair. Do you know, weirdly, one of my first ever jobs was working, uh, I was like a junior in this newspaper in Bristol called the Western Daily Press, which I don't think exists anymore. On my first day, this is the God's honest truth, I phoned up and incorrectly told a service station that they'd won Service Station Toilet of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was, the, it was the wrong service station, completely different
2: Oh, I had to phone them back and say, look, I'm really had to sorry. to retract it. I had to retract it. it they were cock They were going to put up on the wall. And everything. Yeah. It's a f- small family-run business, that <laughs> service station. And been so proud. <laughs>
1: James has got in touch, says there's an IT Support Service Desk Award. Oh, there's so many gags you can make about that. <laughs> yeah, there really is.
0: But just so little time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know, Glenn obviously uh, was the host for the, sa- the salon, the UK Salon Awards mm. we just learned earlier on. Yeah. Uh, I was the voice of the gods, which is the person who does the microphone bit off stage, which tells people to go on and, uh, you know, like recaps on who's won what uh, for the uh, the UK Catering Awards.
1: Oh, there we go. Oh,
0: I did, I did a good one. one. Good, good great head. and good of uh, it was really good food. You'd hope so. Yeah. But I was like a little in a little booth around. In the back with a microphone that's the weird thing you know when you see like big comedians do stuff yeah. and again but well, Glenn you, this is your angle but um, it's weird that they still introduce themselves on stage yes do you know it's that uh, it's degrading isn't that weird though why is
2: that still a thing you think I, do, have I, do, do I always sort of you? think I put on a different voice well, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen welcome to the show like, it, 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 just to try and pretend but if, uh, sometimes they can just see you in the wings so doing it, <laughs> yes, doing it. <laughs> right. amazing
1: uh, Christine in Essex texts to say I work for a calendar company every year we go to the Callies the calendar awards
0: my, my uh, little celebs at home pictures were nominated because they were made into a calendar yeah. I was one of the nominees there for there the Callies there you go
2: oh, congratulations
0: wow, thank you very much as my uh, you know quite a thoroughbred in winning awards I didn't win anything <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, she says it's a Great event, you should go next year. Eamon Helms presents.
0: Oh, I'd love to meet Eamon, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Haley says, I was on the committee of the contour ball for lingerie and swimwear industry.
1: All oh, right. Interesting, no further comment on that. <laughs> Probably best. Uh, Katrina, tell us about the awards that you go to.
6: Well, the Romantic Novelist Association has been around for 60 years. In fact, it's like their 60th anniversary this year. Uh, and it's recognizing the fact that people love writing romance novels of all kinds, sagas and thrillers. In fact, they've just launched the Jackie Collins thriller, Romantic Thriller Award this year. Wow. And people love reading them, and especially at times like this.
0: Joe, you know, I'm always a little bit obsessed with the, the books and novels that are left behind in holiday lets when you stay there by other people, or even like hotel rooms and stuff. And I remember one place we were staying down in Swanage on the on the south coast, and uh, someone had left behind a, rom- a like proper romantic novel with a picture on the front, and it was called Bold Texas Embrace, and it was a trucker with his shirt off with a woman with her arms around him. Is it that, that? Is it still kind of proper old school like you know soft focus lens stuff that sells? It's-
6: Everything. Everybody's got different tastes. Just as fiction is different, you've got thrillers and you've got historical fiction. I mean, there's so many different kinds. Everything uh, that has a love story is actually uh, romantic fiction. Tell
1: us that uh, Fifty Shades of Grey has won some kind of gold award. (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs> I don't know if it's uh, won any awards, but it certainly hasn't won the Romantic Novelists' Association Award. That's oh for dear! All sure. oh,
0: right. What about um, categories? Any particular categories within the uh, Romantic Novelists' Association Awards?
6: Yes, there are a number of them. There is the debut, which is the first the first time they've published uh, their first book. Best there's newcomer. This, there's uh, the Saga Award, which is looking back uh, for stories that go over over time and families. There is the Jackie uh, Collins Rural Nookie Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie <laughs> Collins, thriller, yeah.
1: Best use um, of horsewhip. She's... Oh, yes, that, yep. that front cover. Katrina, you have educated us. We love it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. The Romantic Novelist Association Awards, uh, the Callies, the Calendar Awards. We've heard about some great industry awards this morning. Paige has another one for us. What is it, Paige? Who do you oh, work we're for? I work for a company
5: called P-Wave. Um, we sell you vinyl screens, which are... Not something that I personally use, but you guys might have seen them in the urinals.
1: I've seen your P um, Wave, yes. Yes. <laughs>
5: yeah, see, more people know it. Um, but the awards are actually set in Sully Hall on a early basis, and I went for the first time last year. And people get awards for their toilets. They go around the country and they inspect them.
0: So, and sorry, just to clarify, people. what what are the awards called? It's the
1: it's Lou of the Year award. Amazing. Lou of the Year.
0: Yeah. And it must be quite competitive, because obviously there's loads of different types of loo you can get.
5: It is. There's lots of different... T- I've learned quite a lot, actually. There's lots of different types of toilets and um, different standards and different... Things is, is
0: there a urinal a- section and then, like, a proper sit-down <laughs> section? are two different bits?
5: <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, one room there we do hand out lots of samples. Everyone goes mad for samples. Everyone tries to build all the urinal uh, screen samples that you've got. And then you have a sit-down meal and they go through all the awards. Not a specific urinal sections, all sorts of different stuff that they do. for
1: different I guess when the shortlist comes out, it's a case of you're either you're in or you're out. <laughs> oh! See <laughs> so what he's done there?
5: I see what he's done there. I see it. Yeah. Don't um, humour
1: him. Uh, well, one other thing.
0: <laughs> Are B-Days still a thing in the United Kingdom? You know, the B-Day market? Is there anything for them? Do they get oh any awards? God. I haven't
5: sold anything for that at the moment. That's not something that I've heard about.
0: I just wonder whether uh, b days are being used in in domestic, you know, in houses. Do people have b days? I love a
1: b day. I, I have to say, I know, what, are the, what are the pleasures of going abroad?
0: <laughs> it's the main reason yeah. he goes abroad. <laughs> Even just to wash the sand off your feet sometimes as well. But he is pretty
1: useful.
5: I think he's gone on different holidays. If that's the highlight of your holiday,
0: though. Oh, <laughs> burnt <laughs> by Paige. Yeah.
1: She just didn't like the
3: urine game. know <laughs> oh, she didn't. Home time podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
0: Absolute radio. It's been an interesting insight into the human condition this week. This has been the story so far in terms of what people have decided to do.
6: Hi, I'm Vicky and I'm going to steal. Hi, I'm
3: Dan and I'm going to steal.
6: Hi, I'm Michelle and I'm going to steal. Yeah.
3: Hi, uh, I'm Stephen, and I would like to steal. Hi, I'm Teresa,
6: and I would like to steal. Hi, I'm June, and I'm going to share.
3: God bless her.
0: So, yeah, what's it going to be like today? Let's find out and meet our callers on line one. We have Barry. Hi, Barry. How are you doing? You an honourable person? I, I
3: think so, yeah, I think I am. What part oh, of the world I are you from, Barry? Pardon? Where, where are you from? I'm in Manchester Bob, uh, at the moment now. Currently, uh, well, in about half an hour, setting off to Wales to uh, fix my caravan. It's been flooded. So,
5: oh, is yeah. that a flooded oh, caravan.
0: Dang. I hope it's all right. <laughs> Pumping that out. And then on the other line, I think actually from Wales, we got Ger, haven't we?
5: Yes, we have got in, Yes.
0: Okay, and where is your caravan been flooded recently?
3: No, I've you other a caravan sorry. No, we we living on that top of the hill really, so we don't suffer with any floods. Barry needs to move
0: his
1: caravan to the top of the hill. <laughs> yes, he does. They're working together already. Sit next door to girl. <laughs> right, OK, here's some questions for you to build up your prize fund. Good luck. Teamwork for the moment. Uh, question one, what is the capital of Australia? God, I yeah. uh, is, that no, is that no...
6: Is it Cambria?
1: Or? Cambria? Do
3: uh, 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 you mean yeah. Canberra? Canberra. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't pronounce
1: it properly. No, it's right fine. It's fine. I'm going to. I'm going to accept Canberra. That's my pronunciation, and it is correct. Uh, so that's good 250 pounds. Good start. Uh, question hey. two: Appetite for Destruction is the debut album by which band? Say again. Appetite for Destruction. That's it. Hey. 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 Appetite for Destruction <laughs> is the debut album by which band? Oh, oh, I know you? Is It Oh, is it. Um, Guns and Roses? Roses. Guns and Roses. An one, is correct. Five hundred pounds.
0: Love these two. It's like two creature comforts.
1: Right. Final question. Uh, what was the name of the first satellite sent into space in 1957? Oh my god. What <laughs> one, what was it get? the Russian one? It may have been no, the Russian really. one, but I need the name what? of it. What do you say, buddy? <laughs> to me, it, to you. I, I'm
3: going to. It sounds weird, but is it is Sputnik. I've like got. Do, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean,
1: uh, apropos, nothing. Yes, it is. A thousand pounds. Wow. Well done. Where oh. that came from, I don't know. Pounds. So, uh, there's a thousand pounds in the uh, potty. It's not called a potty, is it? No. <laughs> We've just been talking about <laughs> <horrible laughs> V days. Yeah. Kitty? Oh, yeah, kitty. kitty. Or pot. I've mixed the two together, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Potty. <laughs> but for now, let's call it a potty. Wow. <laughs> what a critic. <laughs> 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 let's see who's getting what. Hi, I'm Barry,
3: and I'm going to steal. <laughs> Hello, my name is Gare, and I'm going to steal. Oh. It remains in the potty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like the Chuckle brothers are just separated with that particular little bit of decision there. You see you you stitch <laughs> each other up, which means you don't get anything. Why
6: yeah.
0: are you sure I just what is it out? Oh yeah, well, unfortunately,
3: I'm afraid zero.
6: Absolute radio.
3: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie
6: With Tesco Mobile, every
0: little helps. It's been a show of breakthroughs today with obviously KFC uh, taking on board our suggestion for a KFC-flavoured packet of crisps. Watch this space. We've had another breakthrough. You remember you were mentioning Rail Riders, the club, yesterday?
1: Yes, because of Emma and her book club, and that was the club that I was in as a kid, yes. Emma Emma doesn't
0: want any of us, particularly Glenn, in her book club, Mm. so we thought, well, let's just have an Explorer. She still doesn't want any of us in there. Um, Richie mentioned this thing from when he was a kid called Rail Riders. Well, I'm very pleased. To announce that the lovely Simon, who is the guy that runs Railriders in its current form in 2020, has got in touch to say that he would like to invite you and induct you into Railriders <gasps> Richard. What a week! The badge is on its way. And also, they said wow. they, if you want to go to any of their events, they've got like a whole calendar of events going on as well. I'm
1: trying to work out what's been the better news. Is it the KFC Crisps coming down the track? Yep. Or is it a Railriders membership? For Think- us, KFC. <laughs> <laughs>
3: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. As that podcast has gone on, I
1: have had the chance to sit there, think about my actions, Mm -hmm. and uh, work out whether I have any regret for the way that we spoke to our producer at the beginning of the podcast. How do you feel? How are you feeling now you've reflected upon it? Uh, Here's duo for the final time.